Hello everyone, this is Reality Propaganda. As usual, I'm Mutley. I hope you Bobby Knockers are all doing splendidly. Usual format, me doing some talking, some poetry, and the Marauders will try and put my musings to music. Simple, eh? Uh, first of all, an apology. Um, last week I called Ethan a cock. Uh, I'd like to point out he's not a cock and just like to apologise. So, on with it. Um, this week is going to be about, well, not much really. Now, last week's show was, I thought, really good. It was probably, I don't know, nine and a half out of ten, certainly a B plus. But this week's show is probably going to be, I don't know, five out of ten, um, possibly a C plus at best. It's just going to be average, um, and that's due to the fact that I was on holiday last week, and something so good about that feeling on a Friday evening when you turn on your out of office and you put the setting on and you won't return for a further week. You can just go out there, enjoy the weekend, enjoy the week off and not have to worry about things. Unfortunately, I forgot to change the setting and it ended up saying that I would be not returning till July next year, which meant I'll be off for something like six months. Perhaps that was uh, wishful thinking on my behalf, um, but I got it wrong. And to be honest, nobody uh, seemed to notice or either that or they're too polite to say anything and just used to me mucking things up. Uh, you can, I can imagine the conversations. Oh, did he put his out of office on? He won't be, but says he won't be back till July next year. Ooh, typical twat. So, uh, anyway, I was off last week and had a great time and I did absolutely nothing. Not a sausage, nothing. Uh, I didn't just sit there and it wasn't just a case of me lying there and not doing anything except breathing. Um, it, it was just me doing my own thing um, and I just wanted to do what I wanted to do and it was great uh, that I wasn't being told what to do or when to do it and I was just going about my life so it would involve walking the dogs, reading, watching the telly filling my days with the usual crap that I wanted to do um, and catching up on reading, all kinds of things like that. And that's when it dawned on me that it's the little things in life that are probably the most important. And it seems so sad to think that we overlook these little things in life which are important. I like to enjoy my life, I'm sure everybody does. And when you're away from work, you can go out there and just be outside, even if it's raining, and watch nature, watch the birds, look at the trees, watch the skies, and all those things that you, you miss when you're at work. And I think what dawned on me was it all goes on. You know, what's going on out there in nature is going on all the time, whether you're there or not. Um, you don't need to be observing these things. Life goes on and work sometimes gets in the way and you tend to forget about that sort of thing. 
Now I've got a set routine um, when I'm at work, which involves me getting up at 5.40 in the morning. Uh, that's when the alarm goes off. Spunk volcanoes and the eruption wakes me up. Always a good start to the day. And I go downstairs, feed the dogs, grab a quick cup of coffee, uh, catch up on the news, see what's been going on in the world whilst I've been sleeping. And by 6am, I'm out there. I'm out there pounding the streets, walking with the girls. And I'll usually get back home about 6.45. I'll go and you know, dry the dogs off. Uh, go upstairs, sit down for a poo. I'll do Wordle. Now, depending on the difficulty, uh, I could be there for a little while. That's the difficulty on Wordle. Not my poo, that's easy. I can just drop a log, no problems. But I should be finished and raring to go by 7 o'clock, get showered, dressed, and at the house by 7.30. And off to work I go. And work goes by, and I usually get home certainly by quarter past six if all goes well. And walk the dogs again, come home, uh, have my tea, and that's it. That's my day, that's my life, day in, day out. And we can all go to these places around the world and have great days, great evenings that we remember for the rest of our lives. Great days are few and far between, um, and a lot of our days are just the same. It's okay, nothing special. Um, when I got back to work after my exciting week off, I got asked by people, do you have a good week off? And it was, yeah, it was great. Uh, what did you do? Um, I did nothing. I just chilled, relaxed, listened. Um, and I think the most important things in life is the time when you're doing nothing. It's that everything of nothing. Now, I think it was probably last year, I remember I got in the car and the radio was on. And they were talking to somebody from Ukraine who you know, was an innocent um, person just going about their business. And he was talking about how, you know, the war with Russia was affecting his and his family's life. And the threat of you know, that Russian invasion, the air raid sirens going off, how his, his family's life was disturbed. And what he was saying, it was how the routine that the people were used to, how that got slashed and ruptured. It wasn't those big things in life that they, they missed. It was the boring, it was the mundane, it was the routine. Not the spectacular things like going on holiday or buying a new car. It was things like just going for a walk, being with friends and family. The average, the days of doing absolutely nothing. Those are the days, those are the things that they missed, that everything for absolutely nothing. So it's the small things in life that are important. Um, it's a day-to-day -day routine. It's the boring stuff in life, everyday things that matter. And when things change in the world, when everything gets turned upside down, whether it be through some, I don't know, some traumatic experience in your life, or when things get 
put out of kilter and rearranged. It's those things that are important things. It's a taking the dogs for a walk. It's doing wordle, it's having a poo. This is songs or poems called being called being human. Human being, what are we? Defined by confines of metal boxes and cages of restraints, constraints, blocked, blocked, clogged, log off. There must be more than this. Time out of office. Everybody wants something from me, but I need something from me. Rediscover the essence of soul. Reorder and feel the feelings. Sensations of nature, like water, uncorked, undammed. Let it flow, let it flow. Neural pathways trigger spark. The mist clears on the meadow, lifting the veil. And I see with clear eyes, revealing a time for loved ones. Take a deep breath. Explore daily elements on your skin. Taste the sweet fruit. Hear what you want to hear, not what you want to hear, not what you have to hear. Young starlings flex their wings in preparation for murmuration, formation and unseen routine. But it goes on whether you're there or not. Being human, human being, being human, human being, being human. Human being, what are we? Defined by our confines Metal boxes, our cages of restraints Constraints, blocked, blocked, log off There must be more than this Time out of office being human, a human being, being human, a human being, everybody wants something from me, but I need something from me. Rediscover the essence of soul, reorder and feel the feelings, sensations of nature. Like the water, uncooked, undamned, let it flow, let it flow. Neural pathways trigger and spark. Being human, human being, being human, the human being, being human, the human being. The mist clears on the meadow Lifting the veil And I see with clear eyes Revealing A time for loved ones Take a deep breath Explore Feel the elements on your skin Taste the sweet fruit Hear what you want to hear Not what you have to hear being human, the human being, being human, the human being, being human, the human being. Young starlings flex wings in preparation for murmuration, formation, and un.
routine, routine. But it goes on whether you're there or not. Whether you're there or not. Whether you're there or not. Being human, the human being. Being human, the human being. Being, being, human being. Being human, the 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 human being. Let it flow. So, as I said, I did nothing last week, and it was just me mucking about, fiddling around, I don't know, sweeping up leaves in the garden, being boring and all that. And to me, nowadays, the garden's quite important. Um, when I was younger, uh, I said last week's episode, I was there, uh, I was out there fighting fascists and Nazis. I was standing with the lesbians against the bomb, getting right behind the striking miners' wives who'd stripped off in solidarity. And I still hate fascists and Nazis. But now, I also want to fight snails and slugs. Now, as I say, I've got older, I've got wiser. But snails and slugs really muck up my garden. And I believe in equality, but there is an exception. And that exception to um, equality is the extermination of snails and slugs. They must be eliminated. So this is poems about my garden. Um, and it's a very simplistic poem. And... I'd just take a step back a moment. When I went to school, it was quite simple. Um, we didn't sit the 11 plus. You didn't have to take any exams. You just went to a school that was nearest to you. And it was called a comprehensive education, which meant you covered a whole 
range of subjects, well, not many subjects, and you learned the basics. We did maths, did English, French, geography, history and sciences. And that was it. Um, you also did, um, it's actually quite sexist, girls did things like home economics, which I guess was how to do the shopping and cleaning. And they learned sewing and cooking. But boys, they, we did men's things, metalwork, woodwork. And it was all very simple and straightforward, nothing complicated. And English, all we were really taught was to read and write. We didn't do any English literature. I've never read anything by Shakespeare. I've never studied any poets. I know Keats, Byron, those sort of people, By you know, Shelley, the, the war poets. We didn't study that. We were never taught to. Um, now, the only thing um, I know about poetry classical poetry and what proper poets say is to use metaphors and similes like I should compare thee to a summer's day and that sort of thing so going back to my garden this was a poem where I've tried to do some proper poetry and the metaphysical comparabilities of the outside to the indoors and I did this by comparing my wardrobe with a garden. So it's called, this is called My Wardrobe is Like a Garden. My wardrobe is like a garden, but there's jackets instead of snails. Instead of the trees, there's jeans with no knees. Instead of a bird shit, there's rails. My wardrobe is like a garden, but there's hangers instead of the grass. Instead of a fence, there's a stray twenty pence in a suit with a hole in the arse. My wardrobe is like a garden, but there's wife runs instead of a dirt. Instead of its stems, there's a pair of DMs. Instead of leaves, there's a shirt. My wardrobe is like a garden, but instead of a flowers, there's socks. Instead of a heather, there's a vest made of weather, leather and a whip that I keep in a box. My wardrobe is like a garden. Oh, I don't know, I've got the gall. My wardrobe is like a wardrobe. It's not like a garden at all. So, couldn't actually put that to music, but um, so the Marauders have got a bit of a lull, a bit of time off. So, as I say, it's the little things in life, uh, whether it's gardening or doing wordle or having a poo, that sort of thing. But we seem to always keep wanting to change our lives for better on the assumption that that better is always around the corner and we try and achieve it and how you know we whinge and whine how we're sick of doing the same old things let's just get on go out there into the world and do what makes us happy and above all cherish the little things the ordinary let's celebrate the boring the mundane and enjoy everything nothing. This next poem is about doing the same old things day in day out and wanting to change and it mentions Fatamorgana um, which was um, an optical illusion seen at sea um, when they you know you're all at sea and they see ships in the distance that appear to be floating or a castle floating in the sky 
And that's where the legend of a flying Dutchman came from. So, as I say, this is called Fatimagana. Same again. Go on, mate. Go on, pal. Have another drink. Have another sip. Come on, sup up. Same again. Now, where were we? Where we were before. Putting the world to rights. Rocking all over the world. Chit and chat. Chew the fat. Drink up. You're going nowhere fast. You've got nothing better to do. Nothing to go home for. Nothing to get up for. Nothing changes. The song remains the same. Same tunes, same riffs. The status quo. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. <coughs> Ooh, repeat. More tea, Vicar. Sorry, just my tea repeating itself. Control C, control V. Cut and paste, leaving a bad taste in the mouth, like watching a rerun of Mrs. Brown's Boys on Christmas Day, or an echo in an empty room, but only you can hear deceptively, perceptively, or a fucking parrot, or a fucking parrot, or a rabbit crunching on carrots, or a dog chasing its tail, going round and round and round in circles, or a goldfish swimming around, 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 wondering every fourth second, pondering on life, on what is real and what is illusion, like an apparition, a delusion, Fata Morgana, have a banana, castles in the sky, the reasons why the flying Dutchman was destined to never reach dry land and failed to dock in port. A New Year's resolution of good intention to change, make a difference, forgetting, repeating, keep saying the same old things, keep doing the same old things, day after day, month after month, year after year, echo, repeat. Go on, mate. Go on, pal. Same again. Same again. Sick of saying the same old, same old, same old. Same again. Only you can 
you're saying the same old thing, the same old, same old. So what's a big thing that's happened or big changes that's happened this week in my little bore, boring life? Well, um, Venus, the morning stars burning brightly. When I step out front door, I see a lighting up the night, well, the morning sky uh, when it's not too cloudy. And also council here have managed to drill more solar lights into a footpath. Um, so it enables me to see, you know, in these dark mornings and dark, even darker evenings, um, which is a good thing. So that's that's something exciting. And Napoleon's out in the cinema, um, really Scott's new film. Um, if it come out last week, I could have played the song I did about Napoleon called Meter. But that was last week's episode. However, I've still got an old poem about Napoleon. It's been it's more about Josephine. Um, and it's about feelings of getting old and the fear of getting old. This is called O2B17. Not tonight, Josephine, my loyal wife, my beautiful queen. I've got the housework to do, windows to clean. Now pass me the duster and the window lean. Not tonight, Josephine, my beautiful wife, my loyal queen. I've had you followed. I know where you've been. You slept with the whole basketball team. Not tonight, Josephine, my dependable wife, my worshipful queen. I've read your mind and seen your dream. You had an affair with young James Dean. Not tonight, Josephine, my worshipful wife, my dependable queen. I've got some information which I must glean. Now fetch me the mop and the Mr Sheen. Not tonight, Josephine, my grumbling wife, my nagging queen. Prussia now, Spain next week, and I'll fit you in between. Then we'll do something quite obscene. Not tonight, Josephine, my nagging wife and grumbling queen. Let's go for a walk to the valleys of green. You should see the sights I've seen. Not tonight, Josephine, my nymphomaniac wife, my sex staff queen. It's just I've got a headache, if you know what I mean. And I wish I could still do what I did at 17. I wish I could still be what I was at 17. Not tonight, Joseph or Josephine. Oh, to be 17. Oh, and the other big news was that we had another name storm. And this last one was called Debbie. And it passed and we all survived. Phewy, but I've got a problem with all these name storms. If you're going to call or name a storm, I want my storm to be big and brash and scary. And Debbie, I'm afraid, doesn't quite fit the billing. Debbie sounds soft and warm and best a bit breezy. I want storms to be called Beelzebub or Damien, or Thor. Big fuck-off scary-sounding names for a big fuck-off scary storm. And I know we live in all these politically correct times, and we are alternating names between the masculine and feminine. Uh, or should that just, should we just go binary and call it Storm It, Storm Thing? But actually, when I go back, I said about Debbie sounding, you know, girls' names sounding weak. 
um, females as a species are more violent and more aggressive than men. They look all soft and cuddly, get into a relationship, then you split up and they get the house and your right kidney and an ear. So perhaps female storms are going to be the big bad ones. Ooh, there's a storm brewing in the Azores. And although it looks a little small, little thing, there's a big depression and it's growing and it's going to be stormy and pack a big punch. Here comes Storm Jane. Anyway, um, perhaps the biggest badass motherfucker of all storms should be Storm Suella. Where, God, when that hits dry land, it will destroy where you're living. It will suck you up into this tornado, this whirling vortex. And next thing you'll know, you'll be in Rwanda. So Suella Braverman was sacked. And now we've got David Cameron, who's not an MP. He's now Foreign Secretary. And to do that, they had to make him a lord. So we've got an unelected person being charged of a foreign office. Put into post by an unelected prime minister who was selected in preference to the last unelected prime minister. <sighs> Democracy, eh? Um, just doesn't seem right to me. It seems corrupt. And I don't know, it's just the way our politics are. If Britain was looking, the UK was looking at all these meddling in all these other countries around the world. They would just say how corrupt, how awful our system was. But Cameron's back and he won the Tories. He brought the Tories to power in 2010, defeated Gordon Brown uh, in the general election that year. I wrote the next poem on the day of the general election because I felt I could see that the way the tide was turning and it was turning towards the Tories and they're pushing forward their plans. Um, which was on the appeal, you know, it appealed to the general public. They won the election fair and square. But to my mind, it seemed racist and their policies would disadvantage poor people. And I could see how this country would fare. And unfortunately, in my opinion, it's proved to be correct. So this is called, um, this is what you want, this is what you get. Hey, Mr. Politician, going out to the nation. If this is what you want, this is what you'll get. When the world seems to run askew, tormentors try to turn the screw. Yet we still try to make the sun shine through. We live with anxiety that will take us back to a land that we thought we had forgotten. Mediocrity blamed on democracy, nation, elation, desperation, a coalition of contradiction and condition in contradiction, the road to petition, an institution of prostitution. Yeah, Mr. Politician, this is going out to the nation, here the population. If you can't be bothered to see what's been offered, if you don't give a fuck, if you don't think that it affects you, then what's he going to do? If you don't care about your family, your job, your future, the world. If you're poor or it's all the same. If you want to change for change sake. If you're taken in by the lies. If you want the style over substance. 
if you want a right-wing government, if you want a big brother state, if you want a racist regime, if you want to be ruled by an elite, if you want to be told the value but not the worth, no matter what I say, no matter what I do, you can have it your own way, you can have it your way. If you want persecuted minorities, a rise in poverty, the rich to get richer, the poor to get poorer, big money backroom deals, old school networks, wealthy bankers, still corrupt fat cats, and the nightmare of the ones that care. Where corruption lurks but take the cream and sells the dream, the lies that are there for you, but they offer something new. But you're the ones they despise, you see it in their eyes, to preserve the wealth, destroy the health, protect the rich, the elite, the si simple takeover is complete. If this is what you want, this is what you'll get, you're welcome to it. No matter what I say, no matter what I do, you'll have it your own way, you're welcome, you deserve what you get. This is what you want, this is what you get, this is what you get, this is what you get. So, that's it for this week. See you next week. Take care all. Bye. Yeah, Mr. Politician. Going out to the nation. Here, population.